Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. I am your curator, Professor Grunsplatter. Beyond these doors crouch the wonders, horrors, and wry smiles of an uncanny world. This world, your world. Should you choose to come inside, the sounds and stories that the shadows tell will be yours to behold. Make no mistake, it is a place of questions, not answers. A place where the tickle in your belly or the twitch in your eye simply mean you're paying attention. But then if you weren't curious, you wouldn't be here. There will be no refunds once you enter. Thank you for your attention and the brave ones.
Greetings. Welcome to episode 64 of Professor Gruntsplatter's Spookatorium. I am your humble host. That last track you heard was Cataphiles with Where to Hide from their self-titled album on Sabotage Records. And opening the show today was Elysian with the track Crooked off their self-titled EP that came out in 2016. Uh, Coming up in a little bit, I am going to have something on contemporary artist Odd Nerdrum, whose work I've been thinking about a lot lately. Uh, But before we get to that, this is Empathy Cell with Signal Lost.
That was Orphix with Terminal Posture, and that is the original longer version that came from the Final Moments split with N. Nil from 1997. Uh, there's a shorter version of that track that they put on a collection of their work called uh, Fragmentation, I think. Uh, before that was Noise Static with the track Slaughter from the Decapitation of Sacrificed Hearts EP, and opening that set was Empathy Cell with Signal Lost from the Signal from the Void release. Uh, up next is a track from a collaboration between Rur Hunter and Chaos's Shelter. Uh, the album is called One, and it came out on Glass Throat Recordings in 2001. This track is called Movement 2. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was Clover Leaf with Carcinoma Penumbra. Uh, before that was the Phonometrician with Death Rides a Pale Horse Part One uh, from the Coste Bodhar album on Lost Tribe. And opening the set was a collaboration between Rur Hunter and Chaos's Shelter with Movement Two. Scratching for ways to define the ineffable. Humanity's fever to understand the other finds voice through its artistry. Odd Nerdrum is a contemporary artist in the sense that he was born in 1944 and is still alive and working today at the age of 79. He'll be 80 in April, I think. Uh, stylistically, his work draws more from artists like Caravaggio and Rembrandt, uh, with, I would say, a little bit of the spirit of surrealism. Uh, the result is these classically rendered pieces that feel like the prophecy of a desolate future more than a remembrance of things past. Nerdrum was born in Sweden, but he worked in Norway for ages, and I actually thought he was Norwegian before I started researching this. Uh, something else that surprised me was his early ed education was at a Rudolf Steiner school instead of a traditional public school. If you don't know who Rudolf Steiner is, he was the founder of an esoteric philosophy called Anthroposophy. Uh, Steiner caught the attention of the Theosophical Society early on with his ideas and later uh, ended up splitting with them to form his own Anthroposophical Society, which eventually led to the creation of Waldorf or Steiner schools, as they're called, and those continue today. The sort of uh, quick and dirty Wikipedia explanation of the ideas behind that are, quote, the anthroposophical proponents aim to extend the clarity of the scientific method to phenomena of human soul life and spiritual existences. The steps of this process of inner development he identified as consciously achieved imagination, inspiration, and intuition. Steiner believed results from this form of spiritual research should be expressed in a way that could be understood and evaluated on the same basis as the results of natural science. Steiner contrasted the anthroposophical approach with both conventional mysticism, which he considered lacking the clarity necessary for exact knowledge, and natural science, which he considered arbitrarily limited to what can be seen, heard, or felt with the outward senses." Unquote. I read Steiner's An Outline of Occult Science many years ago, but there are numerous books of his thinking out there if you are curious. Um, this unique style of early education does seem to have colored Nerdrum's work. He went on to study at the Norwegian National Academy of Fine Arts, but did not stay because of his distaste for the direction of modern art at the time. Uh, he set himself to studying the artists that resonated with him and developing a style in stark contrast to the work of the time, which he knew explicitly would isolate him from his peers. Uh, I'll include some of images in the video version that hopefully will make it through YouTube's claws. Uh, here are a couple of quotes from Nerdrum that speak to this fascina fascination with past artistry reflecting on modernity. Quote, Move backwards into the future so that your face is illuminated by the past. And, Progress is a certainty for all. 
few people turn back to the past. Through the dark ancient cities within and beyond, I search for the fire of my ancestors. Unquote. Nerdrum does everything from still lifes to portraits to pieces that I would call narrative, and these are where he first caught my attention. In fact, the monograph that I have of his work is subtitled Storyteller and Self-Revealer. He paints generally large canvases with murky sepia tones that present a distinct, often pained foreground in that classic style with an endless horizon that has always reminded me of Dolly a little bit. Um, there are post-apocalyptic landscapes where gaunt figures guard water holes with firearms or lay wrapped in strange blankets. Uh, there are images of conflict and mourning and cruelty set in the dusky hours of the day, rendered exquisitely, uh, to which he says, light is good for the body, darkness is good for thought, dusk is where they meet. I've gotten to see a couple of his pieces in person and they really are quite remarkable to stand in front of. Uh, in 1998, Nerdrum announced the kitsch movement, declaring himself a kitsch artist and later releasing the book On Kitsch with uh, Jan Ove Tuv. Uh, and this comes from Nerdrum's site explaining it. Uh, according to Hans Ryman, the concept of kitsch came into being in the mid-1800s, uh, Munich. Uh, its purpose was to attack the previous culture, making room for modern art. Historically, the term is linked with the birth of the system of the fine arts a hundred years earlier. While the latter praises aesthetical indifference, kitsch encompasses sentimental and narrative paintings, literature, and music. Kitsch motifs typically deal with the unchanging experiences of human life. According to Thomas Kolka, these motifs could even be further analyzed in terms of Jungian archetypes. Adnerdrum has always identified with these values in the manner of classical kitsch criticism. He has thus been reproached for his concern with past masters and sentimental pathos-filled images. And finally, Nerdrum says this, Kitsch is deep in its superficiality, and art is superficially deep.
exists to showcase music and ideas. I am not an expert at anything, and I have no agenda beyond fostering curiosity. The show is not monetized on any platform. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. A video version is available on the Cryonic Mind YouTube page. If you can like, subscribe, comment, etc., it helps the show's visibility. If your music was featured here and you'd prefer it was not, let me know and I will remove it from the feed. You can reach the show at spookatorium at gmail.com. The website can be found at spookatorium.org, and your comments are always welcome. Thanks very much for spending some time here.
That was Vitriol with the track Interiora, and that was a side project of J.C. Green from Godflesh that came out in 2001 on Neurot Recordings. Before that was Walchengarten with Connection Lost, and opening that set was The Vomit Arsonist with Selective Hyperthesmia off of the That Which Has Been Forgotten album that came out on Malignant in, I think, 2020. Uh... That is going to do it for this episode. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Uh, to turn out the lights this week, I am going to enlist the help of Deceased. This is Into the Bazaar. I thought I was going mad. But worse now, I think the hideous things I'm seeing are not imaginary.
Let's go!